Hi everyone, I'm Sarah and this is How To Be Good, the podcast that explores what it means to be a good person in today's world. For this episode, we're taking a few minutes to focus on binary thinking. It is not completely black and white, but we tend to interpret to ourselves or to the others, good and bad, right and wrong. We, we, we don't see, we don't think that, that between those two, there's huge grey space. We're living in a time of deep polarity, both politically and socially. It seems our beliefs, opinions and actions are becoming more and more pushed to two far ends of a wide and diverse spectrum. Although this polarity is most definitely the cause of many of our current societal problems and issues, it's also worth acknowledging that it is often the result of feeling afraid. Polarity arises more commonly when there are deep-rooted fears and insecurities that we're feeling about our identity, about our sense of belonging, and about our safety in general. Binary thinking, this yes-no, right-wrong, start-finish, good-bad way of thinking, is something we as humans turn to when we're feeling scared and want a safe space. Binary thinking makes us feel safe because it's a simple way of looking at the world. It removes uncertainty, complexity, not knowing, and it replaces it with certainty, simplicity and all-knowing, or so it feels. It makes sense that we run towards it, but like many things in life, the very thing we run towards when in fear often ends up feeding the problem we're trying to escape from. And we find ourselves in this vicious cycle. Binary thinking feeds polarisation, which feeds fear, which drives us towards more rigid binary thinking, resulting in higher levels of fear, and so on. In my very first interview for this podcast, Rabbi Eli Tikvarsera spoke passionately about binary thinking. I'm against binary thinking. I don't like binary thinking. Mm. She was speaking in the context of the Israel-Palestine issue when she said this, which is a subject the rabbi is particularly passionate about, and it's a subject that usually calls for extreme views and for people to stand on one side or the other. And most people want to be, they're either pro-Israel and anti-Palestinian, or they're pro-Palestinian and anti-Israel. And I say, well, I'm pro-Israel and pro-Palestine. There are very few of us, but there are some of us. Mm -hmm. We want to hold those two together. You know, these things are always complex, but people like to be partisan in one way or another. Most Jews understandably are partisan because we're still scapegoated and there's the most horrific anti-Semitism online. F. Scott Fitzgerald once said that the test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. I find Rabbi Ellie inspiring in how she works to hold two such opposing viewpoints on an issue that carries with it tension and huge emotional and physical pain for many. For Rabbi Ellie, much of the persecution she's experienced personally as part of her journey to become the first lesbian rabbi to lead a mainstream synagogue in Britain has often been caused by black and white thinking. There's one right way to do something and anything else is wrong. And so she is taking an active decision in life to not cause the suffering she herself has experienced. All of the faith leaders I've interviewed so far have discussed the need to live with uncertainty, to accept the deep complexities of life and not to slip into black and white thinking. Within the particular negative or positive situation, there are also many other things in there. It is not completely black and white. 
but we tend to interpret to ourselves or to the others, good and bad, right and wrong. We, we, we don't see, we don't think that, that between those two, there's huge gray space. And that in that great space, we have lots of things to learn. That was Buddhist abbot Geshe Tashi, who we interviewed for the second episode of this podcast. And Christian Bishop Angela Berners-Wilson also mentioned this complexity of life in our interview. Well, I think, I think most people try to be good and lead their lives in ways that don't hurt others. But I know it's very, very complex and it, there's a lot of grey areas. And I've just finished an interview with Hindu Pandita Indrani Rampasad, which will be live in the coming weeks. And she spoke really passionately about the lack of polarities within Hinduism as well. What what is it that you are about? And that's not black and white. One thing you understand about Hinduism, it's it's Hinduism, Sanatana Dharma. It's not polarities. We have great difficulty telling you polarities. It's understandable that we would be drawn to binary thinking. In a world of over 7 billion people, we are bombarded with an incomprehensible number of different opinions and viewpoints. And thanks to the internet, we now have access to so many of these. It's an inconceivable amount of information and data points. And in that constant state of overwhelm, whether it's conscious or not, we start to oversimplify things to make the world seem more manageable. Binary thinking is a tool that makes us feel as if we're in control. It provides an illusion of safety. We believe it's an anchor in this ocean of uncertainty. The problem is binary thinking is fiction. It's a temporary escapism that can cause a lot of harm to ourselves and others. Rather than an anchor, it's like a blindfold, blinding us to connections, opportunities and potentials. The only thing we can safely say about this life is that it's full of change and uncertainty and it's complicated. We're complicated. To try and work it all out, to resist the complexity and try putting things into separate boxes is an endless task which will sap us of our energy and spirit. Our minds and opinions can and should change depending on context, nuance and the natural ebbs and flows of life. Well, it's, it's adapting to suit the circumstances that you are in. So for our challenge this month, let's give certainty a rest for a few weeks. My invitation to you all is to find a subject where you can consider two opposing views and practice sitting in that grey area of uncertainty, resisting the urge to jump to one side of the issue or argument. Now, it doesn't have to be a huge area. We don't have to go straight for the right-wing, left-wing political sphere, but do pick something that stretches you. Let's remind ourselves that it is perfectly okay and often the most beautiful option to be uncertain, to be unsure, to not know. So as we go into our lives over the next few weeks, let's remind ourselves on a daily basis that nothing is completely black and white. Even the black and white panda has a pink tongue. So go out into the grey and enjoy. And as always, let me know how you get on. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more episodes and interviews exploring the question of what it means to be a good person in today's world, then please consider hitting the subscribe button. And if you have time and liked what you heard, then I would love you to leave a review and share with your friends. 
Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at any time. It's sarah at howtobegood.co.uk and I would love to hear from you. Thank you.